Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus, is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Tiger Talk. We're live inside the Robbins Center on the Fort Hayes State University campus, part of Tiger Club on this Wednesday, and we're certainly glad to have you with us here this afternoon. We've got a good show lined up for you. We're going to talk some soccer. Women's coach Tyson John, uh, Jerry Cleary, the men's soccer coach. We'll have some volleyball with uh, Jessica Wood Atkins, and then we're, of course, going to talk four-day four state football with head coach Chris Brown after their big win over Northwest Missouri State on Saturday. The Tigers headed to St. Joe to face Missouri Western this Saturday night. We'll have more on that as we move along. Of course, we invite everybody here at Tiger Talk and Tiger Club to submit a question. You can do so. You'll see the uh, sheets of paper at your table. And uh, if you're listening, you can also do so by going to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll see the drop down. You'll find it there. Ask the coach. And if we use your question, you'll be registered or have a chance to win a T-shirt. In fact, we had a question that was submitted during the show last week, I didn't catch it during the show, so we'll get to that today. Coach, a question for Coach Brown, but certainly encourage you to send that. Uh, Dennis Hebner was our T-shirt winner from last week, so congratulations. And uh, if we use your question, you'll have a chance to win a four-day state football T-shirt uh, uh, that we'll be giving away at the end of the show. Well, we're going to talk some soccer in a minute, but first I want to give you a cross-country update. Jason McCullough will join us again next week. The Tigers did not run this past weekend. Uh, they are going to be in Stillwater, Oklahoma Saturday morning. They'll be in the Cowboy Jamboree hosted by Oklahoma State. So a a big meet for the Tiger men's and women's cross-country teams. That'll all get started at 8.30 and we'll get a big recap from uh, Jason when he rejoins us for the program uh, next week. But uh, we're certainly glad to have you here today and let's go ahead and jump right in. We'll bring in women's soccer coach Tyson John. Uh, The Tigers go 1-0-1 this past weekend. They beat Nebraska Cardinals Friday at home, 1-0, and then played to a 1-1 draw with Emporia State on Sunday, I guess. So just get your overview, your thoughts on how your team played this past weekend at home. Yeah, I thought with, uh, against Carney was really good. We only allowed two shots and, and really followed through with our game plan and 
I was pretty happy with that. It took us 87 minutes to score, and that's a, a long time. <laughs> Not happy at, with that. Out of 90 minutes. So, uh, yeah, I've, we've, we've been trying to get it done a little bit sooner. Uh, but, you know, allowing zero corner kicks, you know, was really major for us because that's where a lot of chances come from. And so, uh, you know, we scored probably 70% of our goals on, on corner kicks. And so we, we definitely know that we want to keep them from uh, having that opportunity. <clears throat> On Sunday, Emporia is a really good team. They started out this year ranked number 16 in the country. Uh, they play a really tough mm-hmm. non-conference schedule going down to Florida and losing to Tampa at Eckert. Um, we went up 1-0, um, held that through the first half, had the better of the stats. Uh, somehow decided mid-game for, you know, we changed our game plan. We adapted theirs, <laughs> and that doesn't suit us. So uh, the game got pretty open. They ended up having about 16 shots to, I think, our 14 um, we had opportunities. We hit the, po- the post and the, and the crossbar twice. Um, and so could have gone either way. Uh, Isabel Robbins stopped a great 1v1 opportunity. But then, you know, when uh, DeMarco, who's the, considered the best striker in the conference, gets a second one, uh, she definitely made us pay on that. Um, biggest news was, you know, from there, center back Riley Madden had a, a tooth knocked out, broken in half, stitches all the way down <laughs> her lip. Uh, from an elbow from Miss DeMarco, who we're not a big fan of uh, <laughs> in these parts. So, yeah, it was a rough match right now uh, from that game, and, and we have to play them again on Sunday. Uh, we had four to five starters that could be out going into this next weekend. And so uh, definitely made a call into the Referee Association and said, protect the kids, please. Yeah, <laughs> the season is long. Yeah, it's, it's got to be tough and, and obviously probably affects, and we'll talk more about that as we preview uh, the the conference opener in Emporia, but obviously affects what you can do. And uh, anytime you lose players, you're having to shuffle lineups in and out. It's always a challenge. Yeah, and even with us having to do that, I was very happy with a lot of our new players that came in and that probably up to this point haven't got as many minutes as because of, you know, those starting five. Um, but they st- st- stepped up, did a good job, and, you know, I couldn't be happier with that, you know, to come out of a weekend. Uh, Coach Cleary once told me a long time ago that good teams find a way to win or not to lose, regardless of what it looks like. And so uh, that's basically what I told him at the end. As I said, look, you know, was it perfect? No. Did we get the job done? Yes. So let's move forward. Yeah, I learned a wise coach once said never apologize for a win either. It was rainy. The rain kind of rolled in against Carney. Did that have a big uh, impact in the, in the match on Friday night with the Lopers? Uh, I didn't really think so. Uh, it's just nice to not be 105 anymore. You know? <laughs> I forgot yes. that there was something other than 105 degrees. Yeah. Um, you outshoot the Lopers 15-1 to in that first half, but yet – Zero, zero. Does that, does that get demoralizing for your squad? Or you've been in so many of these, and they kind of like, oh, that's us. <laughs> I don't want it to be us. <laughs> right. um, but, no, I mean, for me, we, we're still creating good chances, and sometimes you just can't get it to fall. Um, but, yeah, when, you know, you get to about 20 minutes left in the second half, you start going, okay, what are we going to do to push this over the line? And so not necessarily at the, in the first half because, you know, you got 45 more minutes, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to that 20-minute mark, yeah. Yeah, you said you're down about three minutes left in the match, and uh, Hannah Myers finally finds the back of the net. Talk about that goal and uh, got you on the board, and obviously proved to be enough. Yep, uh, another corner kick, and she dove, and it hit off her back, and in it went, and she went <laughs> off the field, and 
We said, we'll take it. Thank you very much, and good night. <laughs> you, never, you never apologize for a win, and you never apologize for how you score. It's just a matter of, uh, of getting it done. Um, and then you mentioned uh, against Emporia State, uh, they go up in the, in the – you score in that, what, 23rd minute, I think, and uh, play with the lead, which isn't always the case. And just as you said, they're a good team, and they found a way to, to get back in that second half. Yeah, it was a great goal. Monsterat uh, basically took it down the end line. Um, got all the way to the goal line and put it between two girls' legs in a row. And she <laughs> loves to do that. And a lot of the time I'm like, please stop trying to do that. Um, but on this occasion, when it works, you, you take it. Uh, but no, she went down the line. And then as the goalkeeper, the ball kind of got a bit away from her. She slid and slid the ball underneath the goalkeeper. She popped right up to her feet and put it in from a tough angle. And so uh, it was a really, really good goal. And you mentioned Isabel Robin. She's been playing really, really well and, and going up against, you know, Emporia State, some good good talent there. She had five saves, and, boy, she really had to work hard uh, all day long. They could kept the pressure on her. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why she's number four in the country. Um, and so, yeah, she, she does a job of keeping us in the game and, you know, with those big saves, give us opportunities to, to go down and score the goals to, to push us. All right, uh, you hit the road for the first time on uh, Friday. You'll be at Washburn. That'll be a, another non-conference match. Maybe explain that a little bit. Uh, you, you've played now three straight conference opponents, or this will be a third, yet they don't count as conference games. Yeah, well, when I brought it up, uh, when I first got in, I said, why do we do this? And they said, it's because of Fort Hay State. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. And they said, because that our, initially when our program was in the infant stages that, that we struggled to find games. Um, and so with us and Carney kind of being out here away from everywhere else, we're, you know, Wichita, Newman, and they're, they're a bit more centralized. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, um, but I don't have a choice. And so we play <laughs> who we have to play. And, and Washburn's really good. I think of, you know, there's probably two teams in the conference that play very similar to us, and that would be Washburn and Northwest Oklahoma – or Northwest Missouri, excuse me. Um, so hopefully – since we have the same style, we're not going to try to change to something that we don't usually do. <laughs> yeah, they're what five and one. You're four zero and two. The only team in the MIAA that does not have a loss on the on their record. And it'll be the first road match. And you, you've been at home here to start the year. That's always nice. But now there's always those challenges that go with playing away from home. Yeah, for sure. Um, Washburn's a tough place to play. They they get a good crowd, um, and they're very aggressive with yelling at the referee and, and the last time I've only played there once and so uh, a lot more seemed to go their way when they were at home because uh, we split with them last year mm-hmm. we, we won at home and then they won uh, when we played at their place on their senior day um, and then Emporia thank God we don't have to play at their field um, we're actually going to play at Emporia High School because they had sod problems that they couldn't remedy uh, before the beginning of season so their field is a, a quite a bit smaller and with their their style being as physical as it is mm-hmm. that kind of suits them so being on a big turf football stadium field i think will hopefully suit us a bit better that is interesting yeah because they've got a nice facility there for for the high school and i'm sure your squad uh, has remembered what happened david <laughs> a quick turnaround in a week and there you go again. Only the day, day before <laughs> yesterday so yeah um they're still limping and they're all bandaged up and so no, hopefully they uh, get healthy quick and you're able to go with as close to the lineup you'd, you'd like to. But uh, as I said, the MIAA, it's competitive. I think you're picked fourth again. But the way it looks this year, I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a battle for everyone to see who emerges for the conference championship. And you got to feel that you've got every uh, bit of chance to be right there at the end. Absolutely, and and that's where we just got to keep focused on our plan and make sure that when we're showing up and we're not making these weird changes and we're 
you know, trying to avoid mistakes as much as possible and saying, hey, if we're going to, you know, whatever the result is, make them beat you, you know, instead of giving them the opportunity mm-hmm. and giving that away. Um, but, yeah, Newman goes in and ties Central Oklahoma. I mean, there's been a few results that are definitely been interesting in this non-conference conference team um, portion of it. So uh, once it starts to count, uh, I think that that's where you're going to get a real clear picture. All right. Sounds good. Tyson, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for the update. Best of luck against those Ichabods and Hornets this weekend. And Thank looking forward much. to get a recap. Appreciate it. All right, there you go. That's four-day state women's soccer coach Tyson John again at Washburn for non-conference play Friday and then Sunday afternoon in Emporia to take on Emporia State. And those will, of course, be streamed live on the MIAA network. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. We'll talk men's soccer with Jerry Cleary when we return here on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Take advantage of the summer crop swap special at BTI John Deere. Let their service department swap out your concaves and get your combines ready for fall harvest. Their team of expert technicians always ready to help you be prepared. Contact your local BTI service department to take advantage of the BTI summer crop swap happening now. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's official. One gig fiber internet for Nextech is all inclusive for just $69 per month. All inclusive means new internet customers get the fastest speed available, premium router, professional installation and maintenance, all at no extra cost. This also means no promotions and no gimmicks. This is where we would tell you that this is a limited time offer, but it's not. $69 all inclusive. Get started at next-tech.com. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose Hazeman. There's a fake handoff swing pass. Bryson Smith's going to throw. He's got a man wide open. Trevor Watts has it for 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, down to the 5. First and goal for Hayes-State. 52 yards on the wide receiver pass from Bryson Smith to Trevor Watts. Shane Fredrickson saved the touchdown for the Bearcats. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday night. Four-day state knocking off then number 15 Northwest Missouri State. We'll be 
reviewing that game and previewing this Saturday night's big one at Missouri Western with Coach Chris Brown a little bit later on in the program. Four-Day State Athletics inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Talking some men's soccer now. Jerry Cleary joining us. Tigers just one match this past week. That was one week ago last Wednesday here at home. 2-0 they lose to number 6 Midwestern State and uh, you guys don't come up on the winning end but boy they battled in that contest that was a, obviously a very good team in Midwestern State they've wreaked some havoc against the GAC this year already and uh, you guys battled just couldn't quite uh, find a way to solve them in the end. Yeah we took a moment that should have been good for us and we turned it into good for them and then you're chasing the game and then when you give away the second goal then it's really tough. Yeah, and uh, they're a good team. And uh, you find that you, you can't do that against good anyone, especially but uh, the caliber of a team like that because they're just too, too darn good. Yeah, they're relentless. They just keep coming at you. So when you get your moment, then you have to take it. They had nine shots in the, the first half, did uh, MSU, and uh, scored in the, the 26th minute. Uh, were you happy with your, your, the guy, way the guys tried to execute the game plan other than those few instances you talked about? Yeah, we knew we were going to have to defend a lot. So when we won the ball back, we were going to have to be good with it. So it was two moments that changed the game. Talk about those uh, th- those moments. What what happened there, and what was what what turned the tide for them? Well, we were playing. They had the wind, so we were playing against the wind, and we should have just basically hail married it down the field. But we tried to pass it around and inside our box. Is that uh, youth? You think? I mean, it's still guys trying to to figure all this out. Yeah, right now, if we can make a bad mistake on the field, we're making it. So <laughs> we've got to change that. And I'm sure it's just one of those you got you got to fight through it, and you've and you got to find some success. And then hopefully once that happens, your guys can, can build off of that. It's sometimes a double-edged sword. You need to get out there, to, but, but, it, but it's frustrating when it doesn't happen. Yeah, because now the five non-conference games become learning experience. Now we're playing 12 games, so now we're playing for 36 points, so. Talk about uh, the second half the other day. You came out, I think you had three shots in the first five minutes. It felt like the guys got a little bit more aggressive out there after halftime. That's what they're, as we're saying, they're still trying to figure out. They just need to do that a lot more or a lot better. And then they had a pretty good goalkeeper in goal as well, which if you're ranked sixth in the country, that, that's going to happen. He had some, some key saves late in that game. You guys tried to, to find a way to find the back of the net. Yeah, and hopefully that starts tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about that. You're home uh, tomorrow. Uh, you open GAC play, and in, in a way it is kind of a new start. I mean, it's a start of conference play, and obviously uh, that's uh, the, one of the goals every year to try to win conference. Uh, you'll get Newman here at home at, at 7 o'clock, a Jet team that's 1-2-2. Two, and two. Uh, well, They've had two ties in the last three matches. Maybe a bit of a preview, a scouting report on the Jets and what your guys are going to face here tomorrow night. Well, normally in a soccer season in 18 games, you would have like 22 yellow cards and maybe one red card. In their first three games, they've already had 18 yellows and three reds. <laughs> so you're saying they're aggressive? Yeah, overly <laughs> aggressive. Uh, does it become a challenge? I mean, obviously when you're playing, and teams are being aggressive to you, do you have to kind of throttle your guys back from not getting involved in that to stick to your game, or do you want them to kind of counter it and be a little bit more aggressive themselves? How do you go about when you face a team like that? Yeah, you just have to – get through that little mess, and mm-hmm. then hopefully the referee controls the game. 
And then um, that'll be ends up at seven o'clock tomorrow, and then Sunday uh, you're on the road at Southern Nazarene, the Crimson Storm two two and two. They lost five to one to Midwestern State on Saturday. NCAA tournament team a year ago. Heard you talk a lot about them. Uh, you beat them twice last year, but they were really good. Kind of feels like maybe two teams trying to, you know, let's got some new components uh, building in there. But uh, that'll be a big big test on the road on, on Sunday down down in Oklahoma. Yeah, we have one at home, and then we go five away and then we go five at home and finish it with one away but yeah they're really tough but they're trying to figure themselves mm-hmm. out as well they have the same issue a few of their players left went d1 and their new players are trying to find their feet health wise how you guys doing battling many injuries right now you doing okay yeah we have like four or five jose who's a junior he just tore his acl mm-hmm. on that game on wednesday we just found out yesterday so he's done and then our one of our goalkeepers is injured but we still got to get it done. Yep. Well, hopefully, as you said, just waiting for it all to click, and maybe that'll be tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, the Newman Jets in town to start uh, a conference play. And, uh, Coach, uh, appreciate the time as always. Hopefully this is the match to kind of put it all together and find a way to get in that win column again. Yep. Pray to God. I can't take much more of this. Well, Jerry, we appreciate it. Thanks for the time again today, and uh, go get them tomorrow night. There you you go. That's Jerry Cleary, head men's soccer coach again. 7 o'clock tomorrow, they'll be at home to take on the uh, Jets from Newman University. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. You can learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back and talk some volleyball. Jessica Wood Atkins joins us next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Hello, this is Dr. Christine Fisher letting you know our new Express Clinic on the corner of 13th and Main is now open. At First Care Clinic Express Care, we understand your time is valuable. We are open late on weekdays and all day Saturday for your convenience. Book online and skip the line at firstcareclinic.com. No more waiting rooms. Just you, your health, and our dedicated professionals at the corner of 13th and Main. Put your health first at First Care Clinic Express Care. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burrito is on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it delivered. down to the taco shop. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Save all month long on the items you need at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes, your local Napa Auto Parts store. Booster Pack 12-volt jump starter starting at $150. Shell Rotella Triple Protection Motor Oil, the one-gallon size, $19.49. Bugs Be Gone Car and Truck Wash, pre-soaked starting at $6.99. Charge It Battery Charger, $44.99. And plan ahead with savings on antifreeze. Shop and save all month at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. 
Third and goal from the 18. Dawson the throw, looks for Smith, goes up, does he have it? He does! Touchdown! Ford Hayes State! Bryson Smith just out-jumped Gianni Angelo in the end zone for the touchdown! Yeah, some of the action from Saturday night. Four-day state over Northwest Missouri State. They'll be on the road at Missouri Western this Saturday night. We'll have Chris Brown on here in just a little bit. But right now we're talking some volleyball with four-day state coach Jessica Wood-Atkins. They uh, start conference play with a couple of tough road losses, losing in three at Emporia State Friday, then falling at number 15, Washburn Saturday in three. And, uh, boy, a great back-and-forth set to, to start it off at Emporia. You end up losing that match twice. 23-25, and then 19-19 and 19 in the, uh, the the final two. I think that first one, no one led by more than three. 13 ties, five lead changes back and forth. Both teams hit it well. Uh, had to be just an, an, an exciting match, unfortunately, for you guys. You're on the wrong side of it, and who knows? You win that. Who knows how the rest of the night goes? Yeah, I mean, it was a battle, and we knew it would be going in. Emporia's got a brand-new coach. Uh, half of their team is brand-new, either from JUCO or international, and so – an entirely new squad we faced, and um, a really, really intense matchup. Second set, I mean, you lose 19-15. I think they score six of the final eight. You were right there, and then until you weren't right there. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, you know, that one's a, a sore spot for me uh, because there were some um, some plays that could have gone either way um and some challenges that we wanted to make um you know that that could make the difference there so well let, let's just go there miaa <laughs> comes out so you brought it up so we're going to go I brought it up, the, yeah. the, 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 we were going to get to it anyway but the yeah. miaa sends out a note uh, i think it was monday reprimanding emporia state um for basically not having the ability for replay which is required at all conference matches uh, in the miaa now that replay is uh, is available mm-hmm. so so well one, obviously they couldn't do it. Did they just not have anything? Tell us, fill us in. What was the situation there? I was not communicated with about it at all. So I don't really know what the case is. I found out in the first set when I went to challenge, we were down 17 to 18. Um, a call that was adamantly mm-hmm. in. Um, and they told me they didn't have it at that point. Um, but they had it the next day. Huh. When they played Carney, so um, one would have to question. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is. I was the one that submitted the the complaint, as you would say, because in our, uh, you know, I don't know how to compare it with other sports. Like I know basketball and football have replay, um, and a lot of times a missed call or something like that. I don't know what the percentage is that right. it results in a, a score for those teams, but in volleyball, it results in a score every single time. And so if we're down 17 and they're up 18 and that call is reversed, we're now tied 18-18. As it went, the score is now 19-17, to and we now have to score two more points to tie it up. So we have to essentially score three points in that scenario to tie it up. Um, And if you play it out, you know, if you go back and watch film and play it out, we win the first set and we're up in the second. Um, And so it it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, what is all chal- in volleyball? Because I know in like football, there's certain things that are challengeable. Others aren't. Volleyball, what can you challenge? In and out? What, well, you can challenge whether a ball was hit in or out. Um, you can challenge whether it was touched um, by a player or at the net. 
Um, and in our um, case, you know, some of the balls, those are just flying so oh, fast, yeah. you know, that, that there's going to be calls that are missed. Mm-hmm. Like that's just human nature. Um, but there can't be a lot. <laughs> and, uh, in that case, there was a lot. <laughs> well, so. so is there any, I mean, any reprimand other than being publicly said, hey, you have to have it. There's really not much you can do. That's what the conference decided. <laughs> so, so, Well, I yeah. guess you just have to, to move on and hopefully yeah. so it doesn't happen anywhere else again and, and make it aware. Then you face Washburn, and we talked about it last week. They're really mm-hmm. good, and uh, you had a good final third set in there, but um, – they're just a really good team and, and played well, it looked like. Yeah, and they were coming off a high. They had beat Carney in right. three. I mean, they handled Carney the night before. And so we had watched – we went ahead and watched that match and tried to scout as much as we could. And um, I think the difference was, um, you know, we were we were decent out of serve-receive. They were pretty good out of serve-receive. Um, I think we blocked – slightly better than yeah, they you had did nine blocks in the match yeah yeah and that's one of our strengths especially with emily ellis she just that girl can turn it on it's incredible um but they they dug more than we did and uh they actually pushed us back they were they were being very aggressive and pushing us back and when you can't get the ball quite up to the net all we were doing was pushing it to our outsides <laughs> go to riley go to riley go to riley you know she scores well you can only do that so much before their entire defense is ready right. and going to run it back down your throat. So when we were able to mix it up, we were in the competition. Uh, when we were just going to Riley, we weren't. <laughs> and they're the only team still without a loss in the MIAA. They're off to a 7-0 and start overall, 2-0 and mm. in conference. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams lose in Topeka this year. Yes. But uh, you feel you, your team could take anything out of that to, to, to build you into the, this week and what's ahead this weekend? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we had a long talk with the girls. I mean, because, again, we've still got some young ones on the court that are playing pretty mm-hmm. important roles, both in our libero and our setter, both sophomores. And, uh, you know, you, you've got to learn to adjust. Um, we're really good about adjusting if we have a timeout. You know, but sometimes I'm yelling at them in the middle, hey, make this shift. They've got to be able to do it right then. Um, and I think that's a good learning experience because they understand, like, we've got the capability to beat anybody. But uh, athletically, everybody in our conference is gifted. Yeah. You have to be able to strategize and uh, and play a clean game. And so I think they, they took a lot from it. Who stood out for you this weekend? Who played really well? Really well? Um, I, well... It depends on the night. (laughs) I think Claire Olson had a great night on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Um, I think on Saturday, um, I would say our middles did a really good job. Um, But I don't think everybody played great. I think lots of people played well. And being a team like Washburn, you've got to play great. You've got to play great. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, you're back at home this weekend, and doesn't get any easier. I think you're in a stretch of, what, three ranked opponents in four matches. Uh, Central Oklahoma, who's 11-1 and right now, coming into town. That'll be a 6 o'clock match out of the Coliseum. Um, obviously a good team, good program. Just what, what do you, what's the, everyone to expect from them on Friday? Yeah, I mean, their setter is probably their strength, and she was just ranked the National Player of the Week last week, um, and she is definitely their strength. So our, our job, what we're going to do is attack her. Um, when we go up to hit, we're going after her and taking her the brain out of the operation, but they're still going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but their loss came to um, – 
Southwest Nazarene, who we actually beat in our home tournament. And so we're able to do some comparisons, scout a little bit better, um, I think, because of that experience. And hopefully it pays off. And then Pitt State yeah, is the next day. And they were at the tournament in Colorado that we were at. And so we have already seen them play live. And we know we know their strengths. We're that that's probably our largest rival. I don't know why our <laughs> girls just hate the gorillas, man. They hate them, well, and so it should be a good be match. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, good. Yeah, six o'clock on Friday, and then two o'clock Saturday. Good for the home folks. Although you've had yeah. the the home tournament, but uh, now conference play, and as you're into conference play, I mean, I mean, for these newcomers and you know the young girls finding out, I mean, it's it's different. I mean the. The intensity, all of that just ratchets up a little bit. It does. It does. Every day is intense, and no matter what the outcome, you have to reset and get ready for the next one. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. Win or lose, reset. Here comes the next battle. And I think that's that's the experience they need, and they're getting a hold of it. Sounds good. Well, best of luck. Appreciate the time as always. 6 o'clock Friday, number 25 Central Oklahoma in town. Then a quick turnaround Saturday afternoon, Pittsburgh State at 2 o'clock, both the Gross Memorial Coliseum. Jessica, appreciate it. Go get them this weekend. Thank you. There you go. Jessica Wood Atkins, head volleyball coach at Fort A State. They're 6-5 and five and at home a couple of times this weekend. Right now we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk some football. Chris Brown will join us as we continue here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. As a customer-owned cooperative, Midwest Energy members elect their board of directors. Ballots for this year's director election are in the mail and must be completed and returned by October 4th. Election results will be announced at our annual meeting on Monday, October 16th, 10 a.m. at the Hilton Garden Inn in Hayes. We'll give away great door prizes and all Midwest members are invited to attend. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burritos on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it delivered. down to the taco shop. Hauer CPAs help clients find solutions to their tax, accounting, and business problems. Our experienced accountants want to help you too. We have offices in Hayes and Garden City. Our remote capabilities allow us to also serve clients that don't live near our office locations. If you have problems and need solutions, please contact us. Brungart Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Seven for nine in the red zone. Direct snap to the running back. Harris, he's hit. He won't get in. Oh, he lost the football. Three. The ball is losing the five. Fort Hayes says they have it. No signal from the official yet. They're unpiling. Tiger football. Jay Harris coughed it up.
That was a big play Saturday as the Tigers knock off the then 15th-ranked Northwest Missouri State Bearcats 17-6 to at Lewis Field. We're joined now by the head coach of the four-day state Tigers, Chris Brown. Congratulations. Not a bad game Saturday night. No, it wasn't too bad at all. I mean, there's still some things that, that we need to work on. And, you know, watching that film, um, the, defensively there's a few things we could have done better. Offensively, of course, there's a few things we could have done better with the turnovers. And, uh, you know, we probably could have put some more points on the board, but a couple of penalties, you know, and, and a couple of drops, you know, took some points off the board as well. So there's a lot of things from that game. Even though we did win that game, there's a lot that we need to, to work and fix on and, 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 and get better on this week. Probably the biggest thing, though, I mean, we go back to the Pitt State game, great first half, up by one, and then we all know what happened in the second half. And a lot of talk about playing for four quarters, sometimes that's just it's easy to say that, but to go do it. I thought Adelhard on the opening kickoff of the second half, that hit was huge. It just it was, you kind of set a tone, and it just seemed like your guys just fed off of that and played hard for all four quarters. It is. You know, we had a great talk at halftime about how we didn't finish, you know, in, in the, the, the Pitt State game. We played for four quarters in the second half. We need to come out, set the tone, and, and, and take this game over. And, and that hit on that kickoff was, was tremendous. And that's the physicality that, mm-hmm. you know, I talk about week in and week out playing with. And uh, I think our kids are starting to understand that and, and starting to get there. It's just, you know, we're still young. We're still trying to figure those things out. But, you know, they're they're improving each week, and uh, they're getting tougher each week, and they're playing more physical each week. But that was set, that, that set the tone for the second half because our kids were very fired up after that. They didn't have their normal starting quarterback, Mike Hohen, so yeah, with the knee injury. And obviously that, that had an impact in the game. As you well know, you lived through that all last season when your starting quarterback's gone. Um, did that change your guys' game plan once you figured out who's going to be, or did you go about it the same way? The same way because when you watched him on film, he, he you know, he runs very well. Um, I thought he had a very good arm. Um, you know, as line did a pretty good job of protecting him, but we did a good job of getting some pressure on him and, and you know, getting – I think we had four sacks in this game mm-hmm. as well. And, and that, you know, kind of with a freshman quarterback kind of gets him a little antsy-footed and, you know, but our, our defense played really, really well and we came up and made some big plays and we didn't really give up a bunch of big plays, you know, that uh, against us. Yeah, and – you know, Northwest is kind of known for that, and, and you did did limit that, and, and you were able to get some on the other side of the ball, and you had to be excited about that. That has not always been the case here recently, but you were able to get some big hits. We heard a highlight earlier in the show, uh, Bryson Smith, uh, who played for the first time against Pitt, a little bit more involved. He had thrown the ball and played some quarterback at the University of Houston. You are able to, to utilize him a little bit. He had that nice wide receiver pass that, unfortunately, didn't get the touchdown because of the interception near the goal line, but uh, uh, able to, to open up the offensive playbook a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, well, Watson's got to quit being so slow and score on that. That's that's number one. And, and I, he'll, he'll agree with me. He, you know, he's, he's one of those kids that he's, he agrees that you know he should have, but no, Bryson had a wonderful game. I mean, some of those balls that he went up and got over those, over those defenders was tremendous. I mean, the touchdown. I mean, I bet he was three or four feet above that guy and just grabbed the ball over his head and the one on the sideline as well to get the first down. I mean, that kid had a tremendous game. He's got a great arm. He's a tremendous athlete, and you know, he is a really good kid as well. I mean, he and he really cares about the game of football, and he cares about his teammates, and uh, he's going to do everything he can to help us get on the field and win those ball games. Well, it was certainly good to see, and certainly uh, uh, in a game like that, need some playmakers, and he was one of them who who stood out. Uh, we heard the highlight of the the forced fumble, Parrish Terry. Talk about a guy standing out, redshirt freshman from a Tuttle, Oklahoma, defensive player of the week this week in the MIAA. He forced that fumble and then you go down and drive what 96 yards and score and kind of put the game away he had three tackles for loss 
one and a half sacks. Gavin Hazelhorst was dinged up in the game, and uh, Boyd Parrish got went in there to, to back him up and just played outstanding. You had to be so proud of him. I am. I mean, tremendous, tremendous play by him in this game. I mean, he really stepped in as a, as a you know redshirt freshman and did the things that we've asked him to do. And I mean, you got to see the kid practice. I mean, he practices like he plays in a football game, and he doesn't take any breaks in practice. I mean, he just goes hard, and then when you go hard and learn how to do that in practice, sometimes it just amps up a little bit more during game. But that fumble recovery was huge, or forcing that fumble mm-hmm. was huge because we, you know, we fumbled. They're getting ready to score and possibly take the league, but he could lead, and he comes in and knocks it out, and I think Mikel Williams recovers mm-hmm. it. And then here we go down the field, 96, 94 yards, and, and, and kind of put the game away, which was huge by our team. We have adversity, right? Mm-hmm. We've been you know, talking about fighting adversity and, and, and fighting through it and getting through it. Our kids did that in this game. That was good to see. You mentioned practice, and we get a chance to talk to some players during the week, and you have a weekly press conference. We get to, get to, to ask you some stuff. And one thing we heard about last week was that may have been the best week of practice you'd had so far this season, and then you go out and beat Northwest Missouri State. Is this team starting to learn what it takes Sunday through Friday to have success on Saturday? I think so. I mean, and it's not just our, our – you know, the guys that are playing for us on, on Saturday, it's also our, our scout team as well and, and how they perform in practice. And the harder they go and the better looks they give us, uh, the better prepared we're going to be, you know, for Saturday. And, you know, our kids last week, offensively and defensively, scout team guys, did a really good job of giving us a good look. Um, yesterday's practice, same exact thing. The scout team guys gave us a great look, and we had a great practice yesterday as well. So if we're going to this Mo West game, but – and they are, they practice hard. Uh, they get after it and they do the things we ask them to do. And I mean, it's just a group that it is their fun. I mean, we're really enjoying this group because there's no complaining. Uh, they're fighting through some injuries. Um, they all have bumps and bruises, but they just go out there and work every single day and try to win ball games. Got to mention Carson Art, your new kicker. He was a special teams player of the week. Just short of the 45 yarder, but he hit a big 38 yard field goal to get you on the board and, and get the early lead, then knocked in both of his extra points. Uh, but uh, new guy kicking, he's done a pretty good job so far. He has done a good job. You know, he's doing the things we asked him to do. I wish he could have made that 40 yarder, <laughs> but it's, it, 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 I mean, it was just a little bit, it's probably yeah, half it a close. yard short. And, uh, so you know, I guess we need to get him in the weight room a little bit more, do a few more squats and get him with Boucher. But you know, the kids come in, done a great job, you know, especially, you know, losing Janky for a little bit hurt. And Janky's really starting to kind of get his way back. Mm-hmm. But right now it's Carson's job, and, you know, he's going to continue to kick for us. And, you know, he works, and he's a great kid, and he's going to do everything we ask him to do. And him and I always have a good conversation, you know, right before – Right before kickoff or, or right, you know, right when we're going into the into the locker room, like, okay, where do you feel comfortable at? He'll tell me exactly where he feels comfortable. And then during the game, we'll talk a little bit more. And then his drilling's pumping a little bit more. It's usually a little bit longer. So uh, you always got to communicate with those guys just to see what they're comfortable with. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop, where the order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, they've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. We've got a couple of questions to get to. We're going to preview this Saturday night's opponent, another big one. The Tigers head to St. Joe to take on the Missouri Western State Griffins. We'll do that when we return here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose HazeMed. 
Rev up your career with BTI John Deere. With a long-standing reputation of over 75 years, their shops offer consistent work opportunities. If you're a skilled service technician seeking a fresh challenge, join the BTI team. Experience excellent benefits, paid time off, a family-centered culture, and best of all, air-conditioned shops. Beat the heat and join their team. Learn more at btiequip.com or email connect at btiequip.com for job opportunities. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Tiger fans, Fort Hayes State University Homecoming is September 28th through the 30th. Registration is open for events like lunch with football coach Chris Brown, the Alumni Awards Banquet, and a tailgate buffet before our Tigers take on Lincoln. Register at fhsuhomecoming.com before September 20th. Again, that's fhsuhomecoming.com. Register today for these special homecoming events. We look forward to seeing you soon. Go Tigers! Second down and 10 for the Bearcat, 33. Play action, Dawson to throw. He's going deep downfield for Smith. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State! Bryson Smith pulls it in, and the Tigers lead by 10, 16 to six. A 33-yard strike from Jack Dawson to Bryson Smith. Yeah, Bryson's second TD catch of the game, and that capped off that 94-yard or 96-yard drive that put the lead up to 11, and four-day state goes on to win it by 11. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank, Hayes and Ellis, visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. And the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We have a couple of questions to get to. We'll get to this one. It was emailed to us, uh, and I missed it during the show last week, but it deals with equipment. The shoulder pads have gotten smaller, uh, but they're more asking about the leg and the knee pads. I know that was a big deal. You had to have your pants below the knee, and that was going to be a penalty. That lasted about, what, 28 minutes? Because now no one wears their pants below the knee, but it seems like the padding keeps getting less and less and less uh, as, uh, as time evolves. It does, and it gets a lot lighter, too, because I remember back when I played, I feel like I was wearing 50 pounds. You had real shoulder pads. Yeah, we had real shoulder pads, but they they are pretty protective. I mean, the pads they have inside are are very good. I mean, they are protective. Um, The helmets are, I mean, they're lightweight, but they're really protective as well and and do a good job just the the different technology that's used now. And then, you know, we had hip pads and and tail pads and all those things, and now it's all put basically put into a girdle. And so um, they just wear their girdle, and then the thigh pads are a little bit smaller, and the knee pads are even smaller. So... I don't know what to say. That's just kind of how the kids <laughs> how wear the them these evolve. days, and yeah. I guess they're wanting the game to be faster. But it's just kind of it's it's still safe equipment. It just I mean it's just a little bit smaller than what it used to be. One other question uh, from someone in the audience, Gavin Hazelhorse. You know he he didn't cut, he played a little bit after he went down with what looked like to be an ankle or leg injury. Any update on him? Just you know I mean he 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 could have came back in. He wanted to come back into that game, but the way. Um, Paris Terry yeah. was playing. There was there was no reason to put him out there and, and have any more harm 
Um, we're doing some treatments this week, and and we'll see. I mean, I think he's going to be fine. He's just one of those kids that needs a couple of days to kind of get his body back together because he plays so hard, and it's 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 nonstop, 100 miles an hour, and you know, you're going to have those injuries. It's a pretty good little leg whip that and you know, hurt, you know, kind of banged up his leg a little bit, but. He's one of those kids that's going to fight through and try to try to be there on Saturday for us. He's a tough guy to keep out of the lineup. He was that way in high school, and he's that way now. Another one, um, uh, one that's a kudos to your defensive coaches for getting your guys ready to play and everything that got thrown at them. Played well, obviously not allowing a touchdown to Northwest. But now what do you see as maybe your biggest optic, uh, op, uh, obstacles or challenges that your team faces, uh, youth injuries or whatever? What's, what are the biggest challenges now? I think now just, you know, staying humble and, and staying focused. You know, yeah, we did beat Northwest. We're sitting here 2 at one but we, we can't be satisfied with that performance. Uh, we got to get better each week and continue to improve and, and uh, you know, keep working. And, uh, I mean, that's something that we have to do. Right now I told them we're 0-0 and we're looking to go 1-0. It doesn't matter what the record is right now. You've got to prepare and, and get better each week. And if we can continue to get better each week and stay humble and, and not satisfied, some great things can happen for us. All right. You win a big game. That usually means it sets up another big game, and that's going to be the case Saturday night. You go to St. Joe, Spratt Memorial Stadium, take on Missouri Western, and um, they're 2-1, and 1-1 one, one and one in the conference. They almost blew a big lead at Central Oklahoma Saturday, but they found a way to win it. Obviously, a really good football team. They got a, a new head coach who'd been there before as an as an assistant. They're they're playing well. Just uh, what do you expect from these uh, Griffins on Saturday night? You know they're big up front. Their offensive line is is huge. Um, they got great running backs. Um, tailbacks are are I mean they they are very very shifty. And uh, the receivers receiving core is pretty tough. Um, they run good routes. Um, they get open and you know the quarterback is a very shifty guy. Yeah, Hawaii and, transfer. Yeah, and he. Uh, he can run and he can throw and he's got a good arm. So you know we gotta find a way to contain him and keep him in the pocket and eliminate him in the run game as well. And then defensively, they and they flatter the ball and they're physical and they're aggressive. They bring some stunts and blitzes. You know that we have to be prepared for as well. And they covered well in the secondary. But they're a very tough team and there's a reason they're two and one right now. But you know we just gotta do our job and take care of our assignments and, and do what we're coached to coach coach to do. And uh, hopefully things work out for us. I do need to remind everyone, homecoming is a week from Saturday, a week from Thursday. You've got a chance. We always ask questions for the coach. You can ask them in person out at Smoky Hill Country Club, part of the Fort Hay State Alumni Associate Alumni uh, Office's golf tournament uh, for the uh, for for homecoming weekend. But you can register through the weekend and participate and ask the coach. I know you always enjoy that. Um, uh, Carolyn always does a good job of, of of leading that. But a chance for Tiger fans to to come on out and and, and ask some hard hitting questions with you uh, uh, a week from Thursday before homecoming. Um, just wanted to get that in there for everybody. Still a chance to register uh, back to Missouri Western for whatever reason they've you've had better success against Northwest than you've had Missouri Western since you've been here it's crazy turnovers right in those in those every game that they've beaten us it's they've all been pretty close but it's always been turnovers and giving up the big play if we can eliminate those two things you know in this game and play hard play physical and do our job and our assignments take care of the ball not give up the big play you know hopefully we can come out the W sounds good coach as always we appreciate it looking forward to Saturday six o'clock kick from Spratt Memorial Stadium appreciate you joining us thanks George there you go head coach Chris Brown we'll be on the air at five with the Tiger tailgate show presented by Auto World Used Cars on Tiger Radio Mix 103 and again you can tune into the broadcast if you watch on MIAA TV download the tune in app pull up KJLS pause and you'll get it all synced up you can listen to us while watching the game Tiger Talk today brought to you by the Hayes 
Mid Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. That's going to do it for today. We'll see you again next Wednesday right here on Tiger Talk.